A possible railroad strike. Stacey Abrams says some stupid stuff about babies' hearts. That we should all, um, people are still looking for ability to have, um, be treated equally. And it looks like Russia is deciding to try to bluff its way into nuclear war, or supposedly. Hello everyone, this is Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, I haven't been really online doing any podcasting for a while. I've been working a whole lot, so I thought I'd let you guys know about all this going on. And it's been a lot of work. I didn't realize how much work uh, working in Amazon would be. So, first things first I want to talk to you guys about. Now, yes, there was a possibility of a railroad strike coming. Now, I know what you would say. You're probably going to look this up on Google and go, look, they averted it. They averted it. Truth be told, no, they have not averted a strike yet. What the what has happened is the United States um, Rail Services, with over 100,000 workers, were getting ready to strike because due to scheduling issues and uh, unpaid leave and whatnot. So they're getting ready to strike. Now, they were called to the White House. And what happened is they negotiated with Biden or his administration or whoever the heck that was inside there because I don't think Biden can be able to negotiate anything. He can barely even say a sentence. And for 20 hours, they did this. And then they came out and said a new deal had been struck. And they've been popping champagne ever since. Well, the problem is it's a tentative deal that has not been ratified by either side. No one has ratified anything, which means that just like Terminator, that when the John Connor was like, wait a second, we stopped Judgment Day. And Schwarzenegger said, you do not, you, <laughs> let me do a really bad imp- impersonation. You do not stop. You do not stop Judgment Day. It is still coming. You simply postponed it. Thank you for tolerating my horrible impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I lived in California. The governator. <laughs> anyway, I amuse myself. So, no, the, uh, the crisis has not been averted yet. UK is going to be striking as well, only leaving 10% of their entire transportation system running on October 1st if a deal is not struck either. So, try to go guard it. Now, here's the other thing. Stacey Abrams had come out recently, and I've had politicians say very stupid things, but one has been Stacey Abrams coming out and saying some of the dumbest things I have ever heard. And one of it was, she's obviously keen on wanting to keep abortion alive and well. So what does a politician do when they can't convince you that their cause is just? Well, it's simple. They make things up. They just make things up. They lie to you. How else do they win but by hooking or by crook? And by the way, before I go further than that, you'll probably hear my dog, Max, in the background, making some noise because I am currently watching over my pup. Well, the wife is out getting some business done. So if you hear a dog barking in the background, you know what's going on. Anyways, I digress. So she had said, and I'm not making this up, she was at a panel talking about abortion, about voting, and all this stuff happening. And she decided to make up some BS, which is typical for any kind of particular politician. She says that when when a mother goes into getting an ultrasound to check on her baby in the first trimester after she's already um, had intercourse with her husband and there's they, she's she took the pregnancy test and it says it's positive they go in to check to make sure that the baby's stuck and that it didn't just because at that point the first trimester the baby could come loose 
Now, when they go into this thing, they have the ultrasound, as I said. And the ultrasound, you can see the picture of the baby in its particular way of showing it. Also, at the same time, during these medical examinations, you get to hear the baby's heart for the first time. That's right. You blow, uh, they, if, you, if you had headphones on, they pull that thing on, hook it up to the loudspeaker, and you hear the da-dun, 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 or whatever it sounds like, right? The baby's heart is beating. Stacey Abrams decides, as a moron politician with evil bent in her heart, says, and I quote, it's a manufactured sound. Really? Like there's some sort of conspiracy with these um, uh, medical practitioners and these me- and these ultrasounds to make an artificial sound to make you think there's life in the womb, but there really isn't. So what you're hearing is you can't trust your own ears. You have to listen to them because Stacey Abrams, who has no medical professional advice, she doesn't even know how to pour, bo- uh, pour water out of the boot, with the instructions on the heel, somehow knows better than these medical professionals what this is. She knows that that was an artificial sound that was made. But we all know the facts because all these cardiologists, all these nurses and doctors who do these practices say, no, that's not artificial or manufactured. That is actually the baby's heart beating. She's going, no, it can't be. We want to kill our babies even more. Slaughter them because guess what? If we admit the baby's alive at that point, that there's a heartbeat, that means the man, a man like myself, can tell you no and can take control of the woman's body. Or maybe we just tell you you can't murder your dang baby. Congratulations, you can't go to Planned Parenthood and give him even more money and plus on top of that another fetus and commit murder. So sorry, Stacy. I guess you just can't murder more babies. How unfortunate for you. Oh my goodness. We know from the Bible where it teaches us that God says that we are formed in our mother's womb, that he formed us there. He knit us in there, gave us a purpose. These people who have the spirit of the Antichrist and the people who support them have the spirit of the Antichrist, who know better, who are the spirit of Satan within them, pushing this narrative that we need to slaughter our children just like what they did with Baal, right? When the Canaanites were slaughtering their children to Baal in a, in a sacrifice. My goodness gracious. Now, switching gears. Everyone nowadays really has been talking about for a few years now about how in this America and in the world, they want to have equality, right? We need to get rid of all of our disgusting presuppositions. We need to get rid of all racism. We need to get rid of all these horrible things. No one can be prejudiced. Well, sounds great. But they keep on talking about this. I said to someone one time, we can't do that here in this world. We can only do it in the other world. And they go, what do you mean? I go, well, put it this way. Unless we have Jesus, there's no possible chance of this. They go, explain. They go, well, if you read Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, it says, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ. It doesn't, in other words, it doesn't matter your societal status, is what the book of Galatians Paul is teaching here. 
It doesn't matter because all those I just listed were societal standards back in the era of the Romans. So what he's saying is even to our to the 21st century here in 2022 in the United States of America, it doesn't matter about your social status because we are all, if you're a believer in Jesus, one in Christ. We are not rich nor poor, celebrity or plumber. We are not elitist politician or the dude who cleans up the dog poop at the end of the day. We're all equal in the eyes of God, because under in Christ, we are all equal. That's where we are. So when we're talking about social status, when we're talking about how are we going to get rid of presuppositions and, uh, and people who have biases, the answer, here's the real quick answer for you guys. I got a perfect thing of how we're going to solve this problem in our society. Apart from turning to Jesus, if we don't have Jesus in it, I will tell you easily how we solve it. We don't. Oh, but Nick, wait a second, wait a second, hold on. We can write laws, right? We can write laws about that. Oh, really, really, really. That's funny because um, um, we have people who perpetrate the law, right? Just because we say no to something, people still do it. Right? I mean, come on. We outlawed murder. That <laughs> should solve every. Oh, wait, wait. People still get murdered. Well, we outlawed drunk driving. But... Oh, crud. They're still drunk drivers. Hey, but if we ban heroin. Right? Sorry. That's right. Huh? Hey, but if we get rid of methamphetamine, we ban those two. Shoot. Ah! Human trafficking. We'll ban. Crud. It looks like we can't really solve the problem because seeing people keep perpetrating it. Well, maybe if we stop just trying to create, law, create laws in order to end these things, what if we, crazy idea, what if we brought Jesus into it? Really, into the individual hearts of people. Wait a second, I remember that happening one time. I think his name was Saul. You know, persecuting Christians and then knocked off his high horse by Jesus, and then Jesus transforms his heart and he becomes Paul. Paul responsible for writings of most of the New Testament. Huh. Or maybe the sinners on the cross, right? The one guy who looks over Christ and says, You're innocent. I deserve what I got. All I'm going to ask you is one thing, Jesus. On that cross, he goes, please just remember me when you enter your kingdom. I know I'm probably, I'm not even worthy of going, just remember me. And what did he say? Today, you will join me in paradise. Jesus transforms the heart. So I say, if we want to fix our society, just like killing cancer, we can't just take care of the symptoms, like right laws. Yeah, sure, that's great and all. But... We need to fix the individual. So in order to become society, to accept, to, to fix our society, so that there is neither Jew nor Gentile, nor slave, uh, neither slave nor free, nor, nor is there male or female, we, we need to bring Christ, Jesus, into the picture. <laughs> I remember a shirt years ago that said, No Jesus, K-N-O-W, Know Jesus, you'll know peace. Like, you'll understand it. Know, as in N-O, Jesus, no peace. Folks, you can't create a society of equality if you cannot produce equality through Christ transforming your heart. Just like in, um, 
in uh, what was his fireproof, which is Kirk Cameron. You can't love your wife if you don't know what love is. You can't give them something you don't have. I know it's common sense to say this, but it needs to be said out loud, currently. So in order to stop prejudices, in order to stop abortions, in order to stop all these horrible things, you need to bring Christ into the picture. And at times, you're going to have to bring force. Not to force someone to become a Christian. I don't believe in that. But sometimes you need force in order to stop them from committing an atrocity. First, be peaceful with all people. Be, be that way. Be at peace. Try to negotiate. But if that don't work, you might have to do something hard and physically stop these people from doing what they're going to do. I know it sounds crazy to hear from my podcast, but let's be honest. Sometimes that's what's required. Not Don't kill anyone. Don't murder them. But just, you know, we need to have this stopped. That's last resort. Anyways. So, until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless y'all, my dearly beloved.